0: Top of the league, top of the century. This team gets a Super Bowl win. Your quarterback gets the MVP. And yes, this is a dynasty tonight. Unlocked on Chiefs.
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast.
0: Been friends and neighbors, Chiefs kingdom around the world. And there are millions and millions of you tonight. Welcome back in to Locked On Chiefs. We're brought to you tonight by Prize Picks, the official sponsor here. Go to PrizePicks slash Locked On NFL and use the code Locked On NFL for your first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars. We've a great show for you because we get to celebrate tonight, as you all do as well. I know it's it's mayhem out there. I hope that you guys are staying safe and being well. We have it all on lock because this was a game for the ages, and it sets up the future. In a way that 31 teams and fan bases around the league don't want to hear about. We're going to get into it all. He's Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner. He's going to give you all the quarterback stats, all the historical information from the fan perspective. He's going to give you everything on third down percentages, and soon we'll be talking cap, and Chris handles the cap because I don't go there. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting. I do film. I do stats. I have coaching (laughs) in the background. I do a little bit of everything. You can find me at RGR Football, uh, where we have a lot of fun, and we were just live a little while ago. I have NFL33.com for all your team-building needs and your draft, as well as the Athletic Matrix over at Rogue APC. Because, yes, we're going to enjoy the Super Bowl. We're going to enjoy what it means. And then in about, uh, I don't know, some people will switch over in about 36 hours to talking about the draft and what's coming next. But we have free agency and a ton of things to cover because your team, despite all odds, has come back. We're going to talk about what Dynasty is later in the show. We're going to talk about this defense. But it all comes down to Patrick Mahomes doing what he does best and taking what they gave him and twisting it on its ear. I was concerned. I had it in my game notes in the first half that, man, he has opportunity to use his legs to exploit this defense. In the second half, he took full advantage of it. Plenty of of positive performances to go around but maybe none more than the MVP of this Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes, what stood out to you? And did he wait too long to do this? Did it have to go to overtime?
1: I don't think he waited too long necessarily, but I do think that it was it's kind of funny because we did talk about this in the preview on Friday, how Mahomes, or at least last week, I don't know if it was in the preview on Friday, Mahomes was the leading rusher, I think it was Friday, of this Chiefs team in the postseason. (laughs) Like, that's the crazy stat. And according to what happened tonight, he is still the leading rusher for the chiefs in the postseason in, in chiefs history, because he's seven yards ahead of Pacheco and Pacheco was like 10 yards go behind him going into this game. Uh, so, you know, you look at it and he did just enough. I mean, it wasn't a matter of, you know, it wasn't deep throws. I mean, you, you saw the deep throw to Hardman, which is beautiful. I, I mean, that was something that they missed all season long. Uh, that was fantastic. But, He did what he had to do, and then you're sitting there on fourth and one, and you're going, okay, well, they can't run the ball. You just saw what happened on third and one. They can't run for the first down, and then he does that, and then the next play he breaks off another long run. I mean, he did enough and made them pay when it counted the most, and it was an over-my-dead-body type game. I mean, our buddy Terez that's exactly what he called us. Yeah, exactly, right? uh that's what he would, would have call this and over my dead body type game this is exactly what Mahomes did and it's special to watch what he was able to do uh and it's not just the Chiefs taking shots it's at the 49ers uh Mitch Holtis after the game took a shot at the Raiders saying you know the Chiefs have now won three Super Bowls in four years and the Raiders haven't won a Super Bowl since you know way back in Mesopotamia so uh gotta love Mitch Holtis mm, shots okay. fired I it guess is what so. It in is. This
0: stadium, yeah. I mean, that's that. That is difficult to, to deal with. Mahomes' performance is so epic that w- we're going to have to break it down for a little bit. But thank yep. you for making us your first listen here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. That means your team every single day, all the time. And honestly, some bonus content that you, if you missed it today, I had a nice talk with Randy Mueller. Uh, had some great things to say about this this particular franchise. And we do this here on the Lockdown Podcast Network all the time, so make sure you like, sub, and check out the rest of the shows, as well as hitting our text line at 816-357-8781. And Randy actually confirmed for me yesterday what we're going to talk about later in the show, that it's, it it is is Mahomes-centric, but this does set up for the evolution of every single team. This team is super unique, and there is a dynastic feel to it. We're going to talk about it coming up in the show. But this version of Mahomes had to be – centered. He had to be calm. He had to take what was there. And I felt like the beginning of the, the ball game started as, hey, we're going to play this like we played the, the Ravens, and it just wasn't clicking. That Niners defense is better than the Ravens defense was. Let's, let's put it for real. Uh, it and you, you Ravens flock can get all pissed off if you want. That's the truth, because <laughs> they played better. They played yeah. this team that just well, won this championship better.
1: Yeah, no, they absolutely did, and they they took it to them. That was the big thing. The Ravens weren't the ones that were being physical. It was the Chiefs that were taking to the Ravens in that game. And then but in this game, the 49ers were punching the Chiefs in the face in the first half. I mean, that's exactly what was going on. They were winning on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage, and when you were losing the line of scrimmage battle on both sides of the ball, you're generally going to lose the game, and that's exactly how it looked going into the game. And then you watch Mahomes do the one thing he hadn't done all season and take a shot down the field. To somebody and miss him and it creates a turnover and that's after you know pacheco had the fumble earlier on i mean the two turnovers you talked about it they couldn't be they couldn't get to a point where they lost the turnover battle they had to win it i think they ended up on the night just tied on two to two right yeah which i thought was not going to be enough to get a win and miraculously
0: they had to go to overtime to get it right
1: well and i and i do want to be really clear really quick it could have ended I think in regulation if Mahomes looks in the middle of the field I think Rasheed Rice is open in the middle of the field Rasheed Rice and Mahomes look like they're going at it after the game no they weren't Rice was telling him I was wide open because they showed on the replay he's in the middle of the field by himself if Mahomes throws him the ball that game's over in regulation uh, is what it is doesn't matter Michael Hardman blocked out when he caught the ball in overtime so hey Chiefs win they're Super <laughs> Bowl champions second time in two years and yeah Third time yeah. in five, been to four.
0: And we're, we're going to detail all that coming up later in the show in the, in the last segment because th- this, this is comes back to Mahomes being Mahomes. And I agree with you. He could have, he should have looked at, at Rice there. But that was the connection with Kelsey. And that was, yeah. this is this is crunch time. I got to go to my guy that yeah. I know will come up with
1: it. And it was a time deal too because they had nine seconds left. So it was, we got to get the ball out quick. He was also trying, I think, to get a chance at two plays instead of one. Sorry, it was 10 seconds left because so they put a second on. Uh, really quick after the game, Kelsey did pretty much say he's back for next year. So anybody that's been talking about him retiring, uh, he's not going anywhere. He made very clear after the game in the uh, post game that he is looking forward to going after number three. Yeah, you, you are not wrong.
0: It's it's going to be trepidatious here because there's going to be changes coming to the, this offense. But right now, they got it done with the guys in-house. MBS with another big catch. McCole Hardman, who I told you about on Friday's show, might be the savior showed up big, as did Harrison Bucker, and shout out to Tommy as well. He didn't have to play a lot, but he got a, a ball off that I thought really changed and solidified that next following drive that allowed them to settle down well, a little bit. I thought that was critical.
1: And his ability to put the ball down on that 57-yarder. I mean, that snap was not good. Winchester yeah. did not have a good snap on that one, and Harrison Bucker made this 57-yarder. And you saw you know, Jake Moody got a kick block that shouldn't have been blocked, and that cost the 49ers the game at the end. Hey, shout out to uh, Pharrell and Mike Dana. I'm not sure
0: exactly whose hand hit it first, but I do think they Um, both got got a touch.
1: Pretty sure it was Dana. Dana and Chanel were both there, but I think it was Dana.
0: Well, I I was very happy to see uh, Pharrell at least make a contribution this time. Uh, And there are plenty of contributions to go around. We're going to get to what the defense did to earn this championship game tonight on the backside of this. That might have been the greatest Super Bowl ever played. Let's let's be honest about it. And if you wanted to get in the action or you want to get into the next action, Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with 3 million members. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. And you, it's just you against the numbers. They'll give you a number. You just pick more or less, and you make those selections of two to six players. Yes, the Super Bowl was epic, but it's not the only game that you can play for them. Whether it's demons and goblins, you can go after whatever you want. Every single sport that you're looking for can give you the fantasy action that you're craving. It's really simple to make your picks, get them in, and get out the door in 60 seconds or less. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use our code LockedOnNFL. You're going to get a first deposit match that weigh up to $100. So if you put in $100, they're going to give you $100 on top of it. Make sure that you get in there and enjoy this time. This is the time to bask in whatever picks you've made and start locking down your next group of them. Right now, check it out at prizepicks.com slash lockdownFL. It's, it's pick more, pick less, and it's that easy. I am pretty, pretty wicked excited that for the first time since we started this show eight years ago here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, folks, that means your team every single day across every sport you can think of and certainly all the NFL and us, and we appreciate you being here. You everydayers, we love you guys, and we appreciate you being with us. I would not, and I have not had the opportunity to say this ever on this show before. This championship season is as much to do, if not more, with the defense than it is with Patrick Mahomes and the offense. There, I said it, it's over.
1: No, I, it's hard to argue that. I don't think that there's anything you can really say that we, that's – I can't argue that at all. You look at the defense, they played fantastic the entire game. And, you know, we will talk about 2024 coming up. But the exciting thing about this defense, the exciting thing about this team in general, is the defense is the youngest in the NFL. They are going to be very good for several years. There's questions whether or not they can bring some of the guys back. I get all that. Uh, There is different definitely ways to bring people back. I don't think that's going to be a big issue for this team, but you know, to come into this game and play as hard as they did, and yeah, they gave up points in the fourth quarter like they haven't done, you know, most of this season, they gave up points in the second half like they haven't done most of this playoff run. Uh, but they you know, forced a fumble. How big was that fumble for Christian McCaffrey early in the game because it sure looked like they were going to go down the field and score, uh, at least a field goal, if not a touchdown on that play. Uh, and it really changed the game. It changed the momentum. And then, you know, I know we're talking defense, but special teams also on that fumble by Ray Ray McLeod. I mean, you're sitting there in a situation where it puts the offense in a position where that's the exact thing you can't do that Mahomes couldn't do to his defense. The 49ers did it and Kansas City goes and scores, uh, but it's heads up play by the defense, heads up play by special teams. Uh, this defensive unit showed up, played hard all night uh, and, they had to spy at different times on Brock Purdy, which I thought was interesting, but I think it was a smart move. Um, and Shanahan was moving Purdy all over the place. And they did a really good job of keeping Purdy basically clean for the most part. I mean, there was a few sacks, but nothing compared to what I was expecting. But when
0: he had to be flushed, when you got middle pressure against him and flushed yep. him out of the pocket, it led to bad things. I thought both the the edges in particular in uh, George Karloftis and when Leo Chanel was out there, yeah, and Chris Jones as well, did a very good job of rushing with contain and understanding that get that hand up because he's not going to throw over you as easily some taller, stronger quarterbacks are. So I thought that was really heads up. You were led in tackles tonight by Nick Bolton, earning every dollar he's earned. And we'll talk about his contract in the off season, but it goes right down the middle of the field. If if you were here for the pregame show and I told you between the hashes was exactly what they had to worry about. You were leaders in tackles tonight, Nick Bolton, Justin Reed, Mike Edwards, Leo Chenault. Guys that are going to play into that middle. Shout out to the next guy. Six combined tackles for Mike Pinnell, who had his feet up on the Ottoman about seven weeks ago. I mean, can't (laughs) say enough about Mike Pinnell's contribution to this ballgame.
1: Yeah. And then Karloftis has five. I mean, that's a, you know, you're sitting there looking at another young guy on this, on this defense. And it's just, it was phenomenal to watch. Trent McDuffie's blitz. Uh, I, I don't know, it was the third and five, third and six that he blitzes and knocks the ball down uh, when you know Purdy's trying to throw for a first down. And, I mean, great job by him. Uh, Felix y- and Yudike Uzama had a big play as well. I mean, yeah. you know, and that's a guy that we talked about saying we don't expect much from him because he hasn't really played this season. Well, in the couple of snaps he did get, and I'm really going to be curious to see how many snaps he did get, but he made the most of it on at least one play and was – a huge part of the Chiefs defense, just getting that stop, getting, you know, the ball back from homes, stopping, stopping Christian McCaffrey, stopping that running game by the 49ers. I said, I think in my preview that if they could keep McCaffrey under 75 yards, they'd feel pretty good about it. He ended up getting 80. They still won. And I'm talking yeah. rushing yards, not catching, but.
0: Yeah, he had the same output uh, receiving as well, a total of 160 from scrimmage. Uh, by all uh, intents and purposes, a good day out for Christian McCaffrey, yet the Chiefs were able to survive it because this defense, while, while it was not the performance that we had hoped or what maybe we expected after the last three playoff games, it was certainly enough to keep them at bay because you didn't let Christian McCaffrey break you. He didn't get huge yeah. chunk plays. They, as a team, were put up less yardage than the Chiefs did which I I do think is significant both of them were over 5 yards per play which is crazy talk but probably your favorite stat and I don't want to steal your thunder here but I think one of the keys and you would probably agree with me has to come down to third down efficiency
1: yeah it's crazy i mean third you know th- 3 for 12 for the San Francisco 49ers and I don't track I haven't been tracking the defense i've been tracking the offense and Mahomes and and you know how they've been able to do things nine for nineteen. I mean, almost fifty percent. You got to feel you know really good about that as as a uh, you know as an offensive play caller for Andy Reid. And they struggled early on, and they got in a lot of situations where it should have been third and one, third and two, and they still weren't able to get it done. And when they get into fourth down, and he's able to run for it, I mean, you're sitting there going, okay, well, thank you, needed that. But I, uh, you watch them do this the entire season and you watch the defense play the entire season they were fantastic on third down the problem was getting them into third downs at times they got too many yards on first and second down on running and we're getting first downs early on in the game but they shut that down and were able to put them in a third down situation and the bigger thing that really stood out to me was you get them in a situation where it's usually third and five third and six or more for the 49ers You're in the perfect scenario for what you want as a player, as as a player for the Chiefs, or as Spags. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We're gonna break down pressures as well later in the week once the stats are out. But I'll just tell you, QB hits was incredible tonight.
1: You had absolutely huge,
0: everybody contributing, and and that's really what it comes down to. Is you ended up with quick math here is looking at eleven QB hits on Brock Purdy. That goes a long way. Yes, there was only a a shared sack by George Karloftis and and Justin Reed. But four TFLs, 11 QB hits. uh, McDuffie alone, three PBUs, LJ, plus Pharrell, who did get credit with that, and plus Mike. So, I I mean, you're sitting at six passes defensed. You can't can't ask much more of that against an offense that has been, yes, it lulled during the season, but it has been cooking as of late, particularly area and the last two players I don't know that I could ask much more other than having hit the taking them to the ground and actually recorded sacks where he had loss of yardage as well but I, I thought this defense played a- across the board well enough to win and give the offense its, its chance to figure itself out
1: uh, they absolutely did and the bigger thing that really stands out to me is I'm sitting back here and watching and, and thinking about this game and, and replaying some of it in my mind without the without the uh trick play san francisco doesn't score a touchdown i mean maybe they drive and maybe they get a touchdown regardless but like that trick play was one of their touchdowns and mm-hmm. you know the defense almost had it sniffed out bolton was on his way and got blocked at the last second he had a chance to getting mccaffrey down but you, know, you look at that entire game i mean they didn't the chief's defense was able to stop the 49ers and they were able to hold what i got what's three catches for 49 yards. Uh, Debo Samuel, three catches for 33 yards. Uh, You know, Kyle use two catches for 31 yards. How about this one? George Kittle, two catches for four yards.
0: Yeah. We talked about that. that one Specifically.
1: We did. We talked about that one specifically and Kittle needed a big game. And one of the things that we talked about was that, that Kelsey had like eight, I think 80 yards per game in the playoffs. He had what? 93 tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. So he was over his average, but not only that, but then you look at what Kittle's, you know, 40 yards per game in an average four yards. If he's able to have a big game, that probably changes things for them, but he wasn't able to get going. And uh, that's not a position that generally the chiefs have been strong at guarding.
0: That, that's absolutely true.
1: Guarding is one thing
0: you have to have that. So is being able to put up points. What's next. Well, I'm going to tell you it's an actual dynasty for all the reasons that you think I'm going to lay it out for you. We'll have the discussion because right now, folks, you are living at the height of the Kansas city chiefs and it is a dynasty. We'll give you more on it right now.
1: What a football game that was, but as usual, the commercials stole the show in my book night, That's really hard. It was a fantastic game. DoorDash went all out for game day and DoorDash stuff from all the ads to one lucky winner, cars, snacks, and even tax software. DoorDash is the all-in-one app for your everyday needs from restaurants and groceries to flowers and gifts. So next time you're running low on dinner ideas, pet supplies, or just time, you can get so much more than you realize delivered. Whatever your watch party or anything party you've got coming up, get it delivered with DoorDash. Football season may be over, but we're in the thick of basketball games, the school year, and let's face it, winter. I can think of a million reasons daily to order DoorDash. Hop on the app and make your day a little easier. Get dinner for tomorrow night and groceries for the week or a consolation prize for your sad friends in San Francisco because there's probably a ton of them going on right now, all on DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. Head to the DoorDash app and get everything you need delivered. Dynasty 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 dynasty. That's where Patrick we Patrick Mahomes
0: delivered just like DoorDash. You put it on your doorstep. It is yeah. there. And, th- and this is the thing. I was pretty happy. <clears throat> given given the way that this season started, with no Chris Jones in camp, with Legarius Sneed hurt all of training camp. This looked like this was a freight train going over the edge when this season started. To have it round out, I was I was happy to see them perform the way they did down the stretch in the way they did in the playoffs. And if they had lost this ball game, I would have still chalked it up and I'd still be making the argument that you can still call them a dynasty for four appearances yep. in five years. But to do the back-to-back thing that no one's done since Tom Brady in 2002 and 2003, and I, I'm sorry, Pats fans. I'm not trying to say that it was all Tom Brady. That Patriots team has not done that in 20 years. That's yep. how long it's been. Uh, and if correct me if I'm wrong, the Broncos did it only five years earlier. So it's been a huge gap at this point to do that. Now at the weakest that this offense has been in Patrick Mahomes genre. (laughs) You tell me if you disagree. I think this is the weakest. This offense has been since Pat Mahomes took over and the rest of this league should be absolutely terrified.
1: Yeah. I actually talked on uh, both locked on NFL today and the locked on NFL show. Uh, but I think I think I said the same thing on both of them. The rest of the NFL should be terrified. This was the worst offense that Patrick Mahomes is probably ever going to have in his career, and I say that, and I know that sounds maybe gaudy and cocky. I don't really care because you sit there and you look at it. This is the team that struggled the most with drops the entire season, and now you're in a situation where you're $25 million under the salary cap. Uh You can easily probably get to $40 million before you even touch Mahomes' contract, and If you touch Mahomes' contract, you can get to over $70 Guess what? You can bring back Sneed. You can bring back Chris Jones. You can go sign a number one for less than $30 million combined. You can do all of that because you don't have to pay him a ton in year one. Now, that's going to cause issues down the road. They'll have to figure that out, whatever. I get all that. But the point is, this team is set up to be a dynasty, and they are in a situation where this is going to be the worst offense they're going to have. Because I guarantee you this, if Kelsey stays healthy next year, he's another 1,000-yard tight end, guaranteed. And I would not be shocked if Rasheed Rice isn't another 1,000-yard receiver. And I'm also not going to be shocked if they go out and get a number one. I don't know who it's going to be. I'm not going to guess right now. But that doesn't even touch the drafts. And when you start and you look at what has caused this dynasty, and something I was actually talking about it, I got a question about this. Uh, I think on the text line actually. So you know, shout out to the people on the text line, uh, and go join the text line because this is where I get this this kind of thought process. Dana, yeah, thank you, Dana Sneed, and uh, oh god, who was the who was the other one? The twenty twenty class. Dana Sneed and Willie Gay. sorry mm-hmm. look at those four guys or sorry three yeah. guys obviously it's it's Clyde too. um so you know whatever on on Clyde he didn't have a great contribution, but they don't win the Super Bowl without those three. there's no way yeah. and yeah, absolutely that's the 2020 draft that that was before that was right after they played the San Francisco 49ers the first time in the Super Bowl and one. and now you start looking at last year's class uh, with all the corners that they have. And don't forget, they may have lost their number three corner before the season even started. We don't know what the, what that kid's going to be like. Nazi Johnson was, Nazi was turning heads. Yeah, he was making people think that he was going to be the starter. And Joshua Williams and Jalen Watson would have been the backups at that point. And if you put another good CB on this team after those four, uh, yeah, good luck throwing on this team uh it's just there's so many things you can do you can do an extension with justin reed there's so many different players uh in drew tranquil i guarantee you is going to want to come back to Kansas city is it going to be for the same amount probably not but with the emergence of Chamari connor maybe you don't need a mike edwards back uh maybe connor's going to be that guy and cook's going to be back next year i mean there's just so many different things that you can do with the way they are but you're absolutely right, and the biggest key here and the biggest thing the NFL needs to take notice of and be scared of is this was the worst offense the Mahomes was a part of that he's ever had. And I guarantee you they're going to have new players next year. They're going to have probably at least two new wide receivers, if not three, and it's going to look a lot different next year.
0: Yeah, it's only going to go up from here because they don't have to break it all the way down. And for, for you that are out there listening right now and you're like, Wait a minute, Chris, back up and tell me about how they can do all this stuff and keep Chris and LJ mm-hmm. and only spend 30000000 bucks. million. We'll be breaking that down starting next week as we go through capology. We start looking at free agency. We're going to enjoy this this week. And we're going to break down this game and this championship and how it got here.
1: And I'll be writing about that on Chiefs Corner as well. I mean, there's there's a ton to break down. So yeah, I, and I will get into all that.
0: And you have to have that as well as everything you just described with having Nassie Johnson in, in the the back pocket right now. That's right. how dynasties grow because and right now it's building up from the base. As you replenish the base, the foundational guys in the draft, and they continue to grow and move forward, that's how you keep this going. And it's not going to stop with a repeat here. Yes, it's rare. Yes, it's been 20 years. They will chase three, and they will be in the hunt for it.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the one of the other fun things, and I know this isn't really dynasty related, but I have to mention it because – It is so awesome for the guy. Jarek McKinnon coming back after less than six weeks from his surgery and playing, I I know he didn't have a big role. He had a big third down conversion, Mm -hmm. did enough. I mean, him being able to come back and play, he gutted it out. And maybe this is his last year. I'm not trying to say he's going to retire. I don't know. But you know, he's going to want to come back to Kansas City. It's not going to be expensive if he does come back. Uh, But his willingness to gut it out and be a guy that can go in and do that kind of thing. uh, Love seeing it. And, you know, but it's, Here's where I think it changes because now you've been to the AFC championship game six years straight with Mahomes. You've been to four Super Bowls in five years. You are now back to back champions. So now when you start looking at free agency in 2024, the question becomes are players really going to ask for the moon when it comes to playing for Kansas City? I'm not talking about the Kansas City Chiefs free agents. I'm talking about other right. guys that want to do something. If they really want to chase a championship, they're going to have to probably take less and get a chance to take a championship run. I would have, I would guess that Drew Tranquil probably could have got more money somewhere else. Maybe even Mike Edwards could have probably got more money somewhere else. But I think they both wanted a chance to play with Pat and and chase a championship. And now they're chasing a dynasty. And I guarantee you Tranquil's going to want to be back to continue going forward. I, I agree with you. And I'm
0: talking to Christian Wilkins wherever you are, buddy. Start thinking about it.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying
0: because that's what it is it's you have to be able to put some some epic talent at the top of things but you have to build a dynasty from the foundation up and that's what this has become at this point so much so that i've shared a couple of things you guys can find if you search rgr store i've got some great content and merchandise up there if you would check that out i appreciate it um you probably see me sporting in here pretty good but i was only comfortable doing that because i was ready to call this a dynasty before it happened and now the affirmation we're gonna hear that constantly all this week and probably all off season.
1: Yeah, and you're looking at a scenario. I mean, if it's just so hard. And, and because if you sit back and you watch that game and you watch the first half, to me, and I said this on NFL, I think the NFL Today show, to me, I didn't have faith that they were gonna win the game. And it wasn't because I didn't believe in the chiefs. It's because they were beating themselves. Don't get me wrong. The 49ers defense was playing very good, but the chiefs were beating themselves. They had, they went back to having a drop. They had penalties. They turned the ball over. It was everything that was going wrong in the first part of the season. And at the end of the second quarter, they started to start figuring it out, but then you get into the third and fourth quarter and things really changed in the fourth quarter, especially you saw Mahomes be on a different level completely. And when you have Mahomes, you're always going to have a chance to be in the game at the end. And he just makes things so much different for this franchise and for the NFL. He is the best player in the world. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, no one will ever convince me otherwise. He is the best player. He's the best NFL player in the world right now. And I don't think there's anybody that's really close to being second uh, or being close to taking over, number one. That is Mahomes right now.
0: now I, I, and I think that's why you continue to see people show up just, just to take in what he does but what this offense does and yes there's a lot still to come from it we're going to break it all down Matt Derrick will join us this week we are going to continue to look at all the core things that led to this and how this leads to the next championship and what this dynasty begins to look like in its in its breadth across multiple years and multiple contracts there's a lot to discuss don't miss it with us
1: there's a ton, and don't forget, we're gonna. I mean, there's also gonna be a parade in Kansas City on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. uh, they're already ready for that. Is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. They 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 booked it before the Super Bowl. Um, so, uh, they they went ahead and took care of that, and maybe we'll see Leo Chanel pull himself back up to onto the bus again, or maybe it's gonna be some other player this time. I don't know. We'll see. But what's the uh, old line gonna wear? That's what I want to know. Right. Well, <laughs> it can't be the no sacks. It can't be the no sacks shirt. But. Right. Uh, I, I think you have to feel pretty good about the way the offensive line played. You know, they have one area where I think that they have a weakness and they got to get it figured out. I think left tackle is really a concern. I, you know, some people say right tackle is an issue. I don't think Juan Taylor is an issue. I think that you get him past this year, you get him into next season. As long as somebody isn't calling him out like they did the first game of the year this year, I think that his season next year is completely different. And maybe they move him. I to agree, the Chris, I agree, Chris. I
0: think we lost a little connection there. But make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell here on this channel and for this video. And I would ask you guys another thing. We're going to go through every portion of this ball game and getting to this point for this championship. I'd appreciate it. Maybe we'll put together a Q&A for later in the week. If you have a question you'd like to have answered, put it in a standard comment below. You live chatters, you'll have to come back and do that because the live chat doesn't store. But get your comments in here on this video and if you have a question ask it and we'll try to address it
1: you can also do that but you can also do send a message to the text line mm-hmm. go join the text line send us the question there we will answer it on the show uh and we are going to probably be looking at being able to do uh some maybe audio from people sending questions in from the text line in the future as well so be on the lookout for that go check out the text line uh that is a great resource to be able to talk with us and get uh your questions answered
0: I'm looking forward to it, folks. I hope that you enjoy this. Enjoy the win. Stay safe out there while you're partying. I know it's a Monday, and some folks are still gonna go after it. So make sure that you are with us. Like, sub, hit the bell. Nothing stops. We're gonna break down this championship. We're gonna talk about the next one. Then it's on to free agents and everything else. This is a full year, five days a week, all year long kind of show. We're glad that you're with us tonight. Be with us tomorrow. We appreciate you. Check out the Locked On Sports Today stream because it is all the sports all the time, 24-7. You'll see our faces on there, and I'm sure we'll have plenty of appearances to talk about not only Super Bowl 58, but 57 and 54 and what it all means. So have a great championship Monday. Enjoy your Chiefs. Thanks for being with us. We will definitely talk to you tomorrow
1: as a Super Bowl victor in Super Bowl 58.